Hello guys, so Carlos is going to tell us a story about ghosts and I really love talking about this topic because Mexican culture is full of like horror stories and I have so many stories to tell actually about horror because when I was little my dad would tell us scary stories before going to bed and it would freak the heck out of us because we would go to bed scared, so scared and um it's just has always been in me to tell scary stories. I love telling scary stories. But I'm here with Carlos, my guest of the day. Um, he's my amazing great what friend. What do do? And he's gonna about to tell us a really good story. He thinks there's a ghost in this apartment. And I'm really excited to hear the story because he has not told me this. And as we were we were recording just a minute ago and we were hearing noises and I like low-key thought it was a dog, but I was like, the dog is in the cage. Like that's just so weird that it's just like it just sounds so close. There's a neighbor next to us, but it's just like we're on the other side of the room, and it just <clears throat> sounds really close. It looking like Joe, though. But either way, is um, it Joe? Yeah. <laughs> but either way, we're gonna hop uh, right into this, and uh, I'm gonna get started. So, <laughs> so before I started living here, right? Um, <clears throat> my friend Joe had his old apartment, and you know, a couple of us would always go over there, and I'll stand there one night, right? And it was like, I don't remember, maybe 10 o'clock or something. I think I was spending the night. And like, I swear to God, I, I heard like a bag of chips fall or something like that, right? Right. And like, there was nothing over there. And then I think it was over there another night and it was just like, like low tapping, like kind of just like someone tapping a wall. But that wasn't really that much. But since I moved in here, you know, it's just been like missing. We have this basketball, little, like this little mini hoop in the living room. And we lose that shit every fucking night. I don't know how, I don't know where, like, we just cannot find it. You don't think it's the dog? I mean, nah, like, he doesn't... He doesn't play with balls? Nah, he has his own toys and shit, but... Okay. And then Joe was telling me a story yesterday, like, <clears throat> he had his hat, his work hat, right? And he went to work, and people were telling him he had, like, glitter all over his hat, or whatever, and he didn't know so about it. scary. Yeah, and it's like, bro, we're not a type of household to keep glitter around here. Like, we don't <laughs> have glitter or nothing like yeah. that. So, like, I think a couple of his other hats, too, had the same thing. And I'm trying to remember uh, some other shit. I did hear, uh, I heard the chips again, like, recently. <clears throat> but it was like someone was opening it instead of dropping it. So that was kind of weird. Oh, my God. That's yeah, scary. I know. It's just like, sometimes things goes missing, too. And then we get, like, shit that none of us bring in here. Like, uh, like some... the neighbor comes in here. Nah, like sometimes we get food that's like that's none of ours. Stop like it, dead right? ass. I'm just like Joe comes up to me, he's like, Yo, is this yours? I'm like, nah, bro, I never bought that. He's like, Well it's not mine, it's not mine, and Jacoby's has his food. Yes. I'm just like like what the fuck? And then um what I'm a little blind minded right now. Do you hear like footsteps and stuff? Mm mm. Not really. It's more of misplacement, but it's it happens so much that it can't be us. I feel like. Have you ever watched Spiderwick? Mm-mm. Okay, well, in the movie. Spiderwick? Yeah. Nah. There's, in the movie, there's a brownie, and he lives in the house, and he takes stuff, and he hides it. So every time things go missing, sometimes we're like, the brownie took it. Mm. I th I've been thinking about, like, maybe, like, writing something down on a sticky note, and then, like, placing it somewhere. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, go to work, come back, and if it's moved or something like that. I'm gonna ask if anyone moved it, and if they didn't, then like, that's just gonna be like a big realization. That's like, that's not us. It's definitely something more 
but uh do you have any what are your experiences i have more experiences from my childhood though okay well i'll say mine and then if anything comes up you can just interrupt me um so basically for me um when we lived in um in mexico what everyone always laughs at me for telling this story but it's honestly it really did happen to me i think i was like because i came here when i was eight so i want to say i was like maybe like six or five um but for some reason like we me and my cousins we were gonna go get pick um ciruelas from trees and if you don't know what ciruelas are they're basically like it's like a fruit that grows on a tree um i really don't know how to describe it but it's really tiny it's really sweet it's really delicious and we were gonna go pick them and so each of us took took a bucket with us and we finally got there and apparently from my perspective I apparently I as soon as I got there there was like this little bubble that started just growing from the ground and it looked like a magical like blue blue like um thing that was just growing from okay have you ever seen like a bubble like a regular ass bubble regular ass bubble but instead it wasn't a circle it was like growing out of the fucking floor like an igloo kind of and it was growing bigger and bigger and bigger yeah but it was like a lot more blue and then as i got bigger these duendes started coming out of it like these like okay have you seen the milkshake um um the like the nesquik um bunny that's on the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. They looked exactly like that, and they were like big, and then they were coming out of it, and then out of nowhere, a donkey came out, like a donkey came out of that shit, like, and just one donkey though. It, like that came out of the whole ass bubble. Is what you're saying? Yes, these were these things were coming out of the fucking. I'm sorry for my language, but they were coming out of this bubble, and I know how ridiculous this <laughs> sounds, and I know you're laughing. Go yeah. ahead, laugh. It's no, okay. I'm laughing for sure. Um. But they were coming out of this fucking bubble and they were going around and it said they were looking for something. And I remember that everyone, all of us, our cousins and me, we started running around and we were just trying to find like we were running away from these things. And out of nowhere, like I knew how to fight these things and I was just fighting them. And then before you knew it, um, the donkey had me by the feet and then the like, duende had me by the like hand. Or, like, like it was a donkey. It was a little donkey. Like a like a, an ass, whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. it, and it's a burro. That's what it calls in Spanish, a burro. And then it had me by the feet. The duendes had me by the hand. And the reason that these things were going back inside the bubble was because the bubble was getting smaller now. So they had to leave. They were leaving. So they they were taking me. They had me. And I remember I was just pushing and trying to get out of it. And I finally was able to get out of it. And when I did get out of it, um, they all just went inside the bubble and it just disappeared. And then I just remember screaming. And then from my cousin's perspective they were like um they said they were like no honey we didn't see any of that what are you talking about they literally thought it was just my imagination but i just this derek swear to you that I, that happened to me like i'm not lying like were they were they with you or did like they end up running? they were with me they said that all they saw was me crying and that i would just not stop crying and so they had to turn around they didn't even get to pick any fruit nothing because i just would not stop yelling you think it was like an illusion or like so let a... me tell you what happened so we go back to my grandpa's house my grandpa, he um, told us that there, um, in that place where we went, a lot of the duendes um, come there. And the story about the duendes is that they're these thing, they're like these elf basically things that um, they scare kids who um, who are bad and who don't do good things, like that they rebel against their parents and stuff like that. And um, and I was one of those kids. I was really bad. I would always rebel against my mom, and I would like escape my house. Like I, like imagine this: a five year old would escape her house. But that's just how it was back there in Mexico. Like, I was a little gangster. 
I really was. Okay. And I um and I was bad. I, I behaved really badly. And I think that's why I behave so good now because like I think I got that out of my system when I was little. And I um my grandpa said that and then I was like maybe because I was a bad kid that's why they played around with me like that. But like none of your sisters saw it? Like No one your, saw that. No did, one saw your it. Your uncle like believed you though? Um, I feel like my grandpa did believe it, and, it was, and that's why he said that. He was like, that's what twins do. But then again, it's just like, as I was little, the way I remember it was like, that was him confirming to me that it happened to me and made me feel like it did, you know, like someone validated that that did happen to me. But I don't know if anyone believed me really, and to this day I tell this story and everyone laughs at me. I mean, but personally, I, if someone wasn't there, you know, like something crazy, even like, other stories people tell, you know, people don't believe them just because, like, they don't believe something like that could happen mm -hmm. until they actually go through it. Yeah. I don't know. My imagination was really, like, good when I was little. I imagined a lot of great things, but at the same time, like, I remember that that really happened to me. Were you scared in the moment? I was scared. I was scared. I remember being really scared, and I... I don't know but that's just something that really did happen to me and it makes me believe that there's like whimsical shit out there like fairies and shit like that yeah there could be a lot out there that we don't know of but there's a story i lived in florida so i moved before i moved to tennessee i was in florida mm -hmm. and it was like a it was a one-story house um pretty much when you walk walk through the front door my room was on the right and to the left was the living room and then you know just keep walking parents room was on, like on the right next to mine and then there was like the pool outside and the kitchen to the left of the living room and I remember like I would have these dreams but like I would just be sleeping right and then I would wake up but like I would be waking up in my dream <clears throat> and <clears throat> like it wasn't what's that called when you have like we can see yourself sleeping you know what that's called um no <laughs> okay, well, I know there's a term for that, but that wasn't it because I didn't see myself sleeping. Like, I woke up in my dream and, like, I felt like I was, you know, woke up. Something like, personally. projection, I don't know. Something like that. Astral projection, maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I would have these dreams, like, often that I would just be, like, flying in my room, right? But I wasn't flying. I was, like, swimming, kind of. And I was just, like, floating, like, around my room. And it was just really weird because it would happen like more than once. But there was just one night, right? So I was like, what? Like maybe eight, nine. And I had like this nightlight, right? And there is, when you walk into my room, straight forward, there's my bed. And then uh, to my right was my dresser. And then there was like a plug-in outlet. And then I had like bathroom and closet on the other side of the room. And my nightlight was bright. It was like it was super bright, right? I was trying to sleep, and like there was this big ass shadow that covered the whole entire wall of like my blinds. So, <clears throat> you know, I looked over at my nightlight, and there was like I tried to figure it out like there was no bugs or anything. Like it wasn't an electrical problem because the light was on when the shadow came, right? And it was just like a quick little like my whole wall just went black. You know what I'm saying? Like a big ass shadow just went like went over that, and like it really like freaked me the fuck out because I didn't know what the fuck that was. And it was just like really weird. I don't know if that house was one or two or something. But like I swear, like, like I would have dreams where I would try to get out of my room and like, like I just physically could not get out of my room. Like I was trying to escape like my dark 
room, like it was totally black and shit, and it was just like something. I don't know, I don't know, but that was just a really weird experience that I had from living in the house. Wow. I kind of had like a similar thing going on with that. Um, when I lived um, at these streets, um, I forgot the name of it, but it was like close to downtown, and it was here in America, and we lived um, in this white house that was big kinda and it was um always cold and it doesn't matter it, we always turned up the heat and it was just it never got warm in the house it was always like it always stayed really cold and when we tried to fix the house it was just like it felt so heavy and like impossible to get things done for some reason but my sister Erandi she would always see a bunch of like things in that house she said one time when we were sleeping she like woke up like around I want to say like two in the morning and um, she said that she, in the corner of my room where I was sleeping, she saw a little boy in like an army suit, like an, I mean an army uniform. And he was just there like, like kind of like, like squatted down, like looking at her like if he was afraid. And she said that she closed her eyes because she didn't want to see it. And then she opened him and like, he was still there. And then he, she tried to wake us up and we wouldn't wake up. And so then she was just going back to sleep and then like obviously it was gone the next morning. But then another one that she saw when she woke up in the morning, she said that she saw this woman like wrapped in a pink blanket, um, like from the top of her head all the way covered with her body. And she had this mug and you could just see like the steam going up. It was like a hot mug and it was just staring at her. And she said that she just remembers like closing her eyes and opening them again. And like it was still there and like she was just so afraid and so scared and she just didn't know how to get out of it. Like um, when she was, when she was like sleeping or like when she was awake? Well, she says that she woke up, like, at 2 in the morning. Mm. So, I guess we won't ever know if she was, like, dreaming awake or if she was really, like, she really saw this. Yeah. But one time, um, um, I was in my room and someone had knocked my window. And I remember looking out really quickly as soon as that happened and no one was out there. And I was like, someone's playing a joke on me. So, I went in and told my mom. And um, she was like, no, it's no one. There's no one out there. And I was just like, that was just so weird. Like, someone had to be there. Like, who knocked my window? Um, but then what's funny about this story is that when we finally moved out of this house, we were at the public library reading books one day. And we remember seeing my neighbor who lived right next to us at that time. And she told us that the people who um, were renting that house, there was a lady who was taking a shower in the bathroom. And when she was taking a bathroom in the shower, she said that the door kept like unlocking. She had locked it and it kept unlocking. And she remembers the noise. So she was like looking out. And she said that she finally got really like tired of it. And so she like, like she like shut it. And she said that the door opened and it slammed open on her. And then she said that she just literally ran out naked outside of the house. What the fuck? Yeah, and she was like, you guys are right. There is ghosts there. Like in the area? Like where in was the this? house, in the White House. Like the house you were living in? Yes. So like people were there before you and that's what they said? Or yeah, like... after we moved, those people moved in there and that's what happened to that lady. Oh, shit. And it just kind of confirmed that like there was something. And I mean, if you look back at the history, I mean, I never studied the history of that house, but you I could there was some juicy shit, maybe. especially downtown, you know, because it was near downtown. Like Johnson City? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know what happened to that piece of land before that house was there. So Is it still standing? Yeah. Today? Yes, it's still there. You want to go look at it? <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. No, I'm gonna go I don't know who lives there a... now, but that's I mean, a scary house. You... I... Imagine though, like if you go up there and be like, hey, like, 
Blah, blah, blah. This happened to me. No, like, as soon as you go inside you. of the house, it just feels like there's a shadow in there. It just feels like so, like, depressing. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It just feels like something's holding you down. That is weird. That like, is just weird. the energy in that room. It just didn't feel like, good. Do some research on that. I don't see. live there anymore. Maybe when I have time, I'll look into oh, yeah, it. But I, I mean, that's not really that important. But but yeah, now that we're talking about it, it is really interesting, and it kind of makes you want to like look more into it. So yeah, I understand. But yeah, that was um one of the scary things that happened to us. There was another scary thing that happened to us when we lived in the apartments. Um, when we lived in these like government apartments, um, there was this man who had cancer, and he um eventually died. And but he had to come over to our house when he was alive. And there's this like this thing that Mexicans say that like when people die they trace their steps back or everywhere they have been in the earth. And um I remember that when we went to his funeral, my dad said the one thing he said, do not look inside the coffin, do not look at him. Why? And what did we do? We looked at him. Okay. And he said that not to do that because we would have bad nightmares. And so um we didn't listen of course and we looked and i saw his nose he had a very big nose he was bald and he was very light-skinned um probably because he died bro. no like when he was alive as well oh. but yeah but when we saw him he did he had like he had like a like a really like his he just didn't have color in his skin it was just purple and i remember when i saw that my sisters also saw and stuff and we went to bed that night and we were like okay we're all gonna sleep together and we had a bunk bed in that apartment and we made a fort and we like put like blankets around it and we had like one window which always showed like a light because of the outside street light and i remember we were going to sleep and then through the curtain of the shadow of the light we saw like a face of a bald man with a big nose. Not that ass. Te lo juro, I swear to you, yes. Oh my god, I'm getting chills right now just talking about it. And oh my god, I'm so scared. When we were in the fucking, oh, I'm sorry for coughing. So just again. resume where you was at, like when you looked we out were the in the fucking bed. Yes, we were in the bed, and we look out because we had everything covered but the front window, and but the our view from the front because we had like a little TV. But our TV was off and my dad had turned off the lights for us because he was like, okay, time to go to bed. And so when we finally turned the lights off, you could only see that shadow of the light, you know, from the outside of the street. And we but it saw was enough. It, was enough. it was enough to be able to see the shadow of a man half of the face. Like it was just like from like So it was like a side, side view? A side view. Yes, yeah, so you could see the nose and you could see that this person had no hair because it was like a like a circle bald, you know, and it was that night and um that we went to his funeral and it just kept getting closer and closer and we were really quiet we were all like huddled up in the bed like on the corner we were like scared i was like andy like that looks so real like like i was like am I, am I the only one seeing this i was like do you guys see this and they were like no we see this we see this and we were all like freaking out oh my god this is the scariest part Dude, carlos that's scary that ass. we heard like something was sitting next to us in the bed bro and you could just hear you know when you sit in a bed and it just makes that crunchy no yeah, like noise like so it, it's the the shadow of the picture was no longer on the fucking window bro it was on you know how i told you we made a fort of the blankets the shadow was now on the freaking oh my god like all of my hairs are standing up right now nah, i'm not ass, even bro, it was ass, as, so. no like i'm not lying like the the head of that that was on the window was no longer on the window it was now on the blankets that we had made a fort on so and like, that's when we heard the crunch of the sound. He was sitting next to us on the edge of the bed. What did y'all do? 
we screamed we just screamed and i just remember papa papa like we just started screaming like dad dad come into the room come into the room and of course my dad took takes like about freaking three minutes or so and three minutes for a little child is long takes exactly forever he finally came in and he turned on the lights and we we're like oh my god like we screamed and we took the freaking um blanket down and there was nothing there mm. nothing mm. And I just remember telling my dad, I was like, we saw him, we saw him, he was here. And my dad was like, eso les pasa, like, that's what happens to you for, like, looking, you know. And then we were like, we were just like, we can't sleep with the lights off. We have to, we, so we slept that night with the lights on, on the same Dude, bed. So scared. Scary as fuck. It was so scary. Especially when you were like, what, seven, eight, six, mm-hmm. five, twelve? What if I were ten or, ten or eleven? Either way, that is some scary shit right there. Yeah, it was, oh, it was really scary. Anyways, do you want to end it here? Um, let me think if I have any other stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have many more, but I remember, um, I was like in like some deep sleep, and I woke up at like three thirty, and I was like sweating like yeah. a lot for like no reason. I couldn't really remember what dream I had. I guess because I was sleeping so good or something. I don't know. But, I mean, you know what 3 o'clock means, 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that's it, a taunting hour. Yeah, yeah, and what, I woke up at 3.30? Like, man, that's just weird. No, Looking that's, up sweating. That, that's happened to me before. Yeah, you told me about that, didn't you? Yeah, one time I woke up. <gasps> I have too many stories. Oh my god, Next yeah, time. part two, part two, if y'all like this, uh, yes. you better subscribe or we're gonna find you. And, uh, <laughs> we're gonna subscribe for you, but that's all the time we have for right now, so... Thank you so much, Carlos, for um, taking the time to um, to, uh, to stay here and, and make this episode with me. Um, thank Anytime. you guys. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. Um, and we'll see you on the next episode.